We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Business Matters, presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello, and today we welcome Christy Lovick to Business Matters. Christy, thanks for joining me this morning. Hi, good morning, Rob. Thank you for having me. No problem. So Christy's a partner at Doak Sheriff Lawyers, and you're here today to talk about an amazing and fun fundraising event called the Great Breakfast Challenge. So I'm excited to kind of chat about. Before we do, though, we're going to chat a little bit about, I'm curious, um, how are things are going at the law firm, Doak Sheriff? How are things going? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? How's business been? Well, things are going great now. I I, I will say, I think that collectively across the board and not just in Kelowna, but in Canada at large, we, we felt like the world was taking a bit of an inhale and pause with the events of the past three to six months um, and uh, just waiting to see what was going to hit us next in the maelstrom of inflation, increased interest rates, um, but it seems as though Kelowna is a bit of a unique beast. And so in the past month or two, the floodgates have opened. <laughs> and uh, I often hear people saying, recession, what? Yeah, it, yeah. It, uh, we're, we're, I don't want to say that we're fully insulated from it, but I, I am feeling very optimistic with the way that business and real estate is progressing here in the Valley. Yeah, I, I feel like obviously we're in a little bit of a bubble in the Okanagan, so um, I'm glad you're seeing it too. What what area do you focus on, Christy? What area of law are you focusing on? Predominantly general corporate commercial okay. and commercial real estate, commercial leasing, and, uh, and and doing a lot of commercial lending now as well. And, and those are all areas that we're seeing some distinct uptakes in uh, in the past four to eight weeks. Interesting. Have you, the real estate in general, I know it's like cooled a little bit. Are you seeing like, because you're talking commercial, are you seeing like residential, do you feel that at the firm as well? Is that slowed down a little bit at all? It's picked up a lot, the residential end of things. And our biggest issue that we're seeing right now in the Valley continues to be, there's no inventory. So the prices aren't really coming down as much as I think people had hoped they would because right. there's there's still bidding wars out there because anytime a property goes in the market, it's one of a few and people attack it and we're, yeah, bidding wars, even though we're apparently in a recession and interest yeah, yeah. rate is higher than they've been in many years. So it's, uh, I, I think that once we see some more properties coming in the market, then we'll see a bit more activity, but there's certainly more activity now than there has been uh, in the previous two, three months. So that's great to see. Interesting. I'm curious. I see that you're at, you're at the office, obviously, but I'm curious, is hybrid roles or work from home been something that the legal industry has adopted too? Or like, I probably hard to do that, but are you seeing that at the firm? Like has Doak Sheriff adopted any sort of hybrid roles or work from home? It's really difficult. Yeah. And, uh, it, I mean, we're small town customer service. And, yeah. and some of the bigger firms in Vancouver, Toronto, Calgary, Edmonton, 
a lot of their lawyers are still working remotely mm. here. There are very few people and, and they're like a, I would say 70% in the office. Um, but for the most part, most of us are here on the ground. And, and I was one of those lucky few that lucky last, I'm not sure how to look at it throughout the pandemic. I was on the ground in the office every day. It, it we needed somebody on the ground because yeah, it, it's the real estate or sorry, the legal industry, we're very slow adapters to technology. So even things like DocuSign, digital signatures, we're just getting on that right now. So <laughs> we're, we're kind of lagging behind and, and figuring out Zoom. I know there was that popular, um, I think it was a judge who, who couldn't figure out Zoom and, and did an, an entire uh, post-court briefing as a cat on his Zoom. Like that, that is indicative of the legal industry <laughs> and technology. So we're getting there and the, the pandemic certainly pushed us in that direction. But I know in our office, we're predominantly all on the ground now. And from a customer service perspective, I think that's really necessary. We need to see our clients. Um, there's a, a so much of our world that comes from that interaction and that collaboration in the office, being able to walk down the hall and just talk to a colleague, brainstorm on a file. It's really necessary. And I think a lot of firms are, are missing out on that component. Interesting. Well, I know you mentioned sort of customer service is important to yourself and the firm at Dokshare. But the other part is we're going to, a good segue is community. I know community is important to yourself. You're very involved. Um, and so is Doak Share, if you guys are, you know, sponsor a lot of events. So we're here to talk about the great breakfast breakfast challenge. So um, for the people that haven't heard of it, I'll let you sort of explain what is the great breakfast challenge. Obviously, it involves breakfast. So that's good. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Breakfast is the biggest piece of that. And uh, and we've done just a breakfast fundraiser for many years in the past. But uh, we had to take a two year break there for obvious reasons. The pandemic kind of kicked us out of the mold and we, we couldn't find a way that was uh, uh, able to adapt with the changing conditions in the world. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, we figure we're back and we're bigger and better than ever. And we figured we're so excited to be back holding our breakfast fundraiser that let's turn it into a party. And, uh, and I know day clubs are a big thing in Las Vegas. So I, I figured, well, let's, let's turn the, the breakfast minus the Vegas components. <laughs> let's turn it into a bit of a circus and a festival feel and let's get people out and on site and excited to, I guess, raise money for a very worthy community cause. And while we're doing it, let's play some games. Let's just come together as a community and enjoy a del delicious breakfast to boot. So this isn't the first time you've done a breakfast fundraiser, but it's the first time in this format. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. We've actually had four previous events mm -hmm. and, uh, and in previous years, we held the breakfast at the foundry and we had a pancake breakfast there where people could come in, check out the, the facility and, uh, and enjoy a delicious breakfast, meet some people, um, find out a bit more about the resources that foundry has available to the youth in our community. And, uh, and because we, we went bigger, is it go big or go home? Uh, yeah. We outgrew that location. So this year we're moving into the Tree of Hope Plaza in uh, in Landmark, Landmark District. And we'll have a bunch of tents set up there. 
there'll be games, there'll be music, some entertainment, and, uh, and just encouraging everybody to come out, grab your breakfast, and play some games. We'll also have Foundry Mobile on site, on site so uh, you'll be able to come in and walk through the, the Foundry Mobile bus, um, and they call that wellness on wheels or wow so it's a it's a great great component to what foundry offers just because we can now service communities that don't have the funding in place to have a uh, an on-the-ground physical location so foundry mobile has been uh, quite important in reaching those communities and the youth in those communities so that'll be on site and uh yeah it'll be a, a party with breakfast and we're hoping that people will swing on by and please pre-order your breakfast that's what we're telling everybody we're we're a last minute town but uh pre-order your breakfast we've got our posters with the qr code and the links to be able to do that it's all by donation so um, donate freely and and chef Cena um, at Midtown Station has come up with a, a delicious breakfast sandwich and hash brown and juice and fruit and we do have a vegan gluten-free option as well. Amazing so how did I'm curious you how did this idea come together was did you see something for real like in Vegas and kind of pull how did it how did it grow from just a breakfast to hey we're going to have this fun day this fun event and have entertainment have all this like, how did that all come together? Well, it's kind of a mesh of a number of ideas and um, the drive through breakfast concept right. that Maxine DeHart has done so well with that. So I kind of took components of that, meshed it with a bike to work week where you have mm -hmm. a, a passport or a challenge card where you get it stamped at various places and you, you want to make sure that you hit those certain spots this many days a week. Um, so combine those sorts of things and, uh, and also just a, a fun circus event, which typically you would see in the evening, I think of a night market. Yeah. And so all components of all of those things came together to, to, I guess, birth the great breakfast challenge. Fun. What day is the actual event? And you said it's held at Landmark, correct? That's right. Yeah, it's on Wednesday, April the 26th. We'll be there from 6 to 9 a.m. And uh, yeah, it'll be right in the Tree of Hope Plaza there, which everybody knows from the big Christmas tree light up. And it's a beautiful little plaza. I think your office looks right over it. If I'm, it if I'm Yeah, so it, it should be a fun spot. And we'll have the uh, um, a fire truck and some firefighters there directing traffic um they're obligated since my husband's a, a firefighter so <laughs> he's falling yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um, so when uh you said you want we encourage people to pre-order breakfast so the restaurant can prepare obviously is there a cutoff is there a cutoff like please order by a certain date or Yes, um, the the nineteenth is our drop dead date for the pre orders. We'll we'll have some others on right. site. Um, right. We'll have a certain percentage, but it, it certainly helps our volunteers and and donors if we can have those numbers locked in in advance. And especially since they've been so wonderfully generous with donating their time and uh, and any of the supplies, uh, so we're really grateful even at this stage to have the volunteers step up to the extent that they have and and of course uh now media is one of them which we're we're very grateful for awesome so what what can we expect today so between six and nine 
obviously grab some amazing breakfasts, but what some of the entertainment or challenges are going to be going on in the plaza? Well, they're all breakfast themed challenges. And so oh, when okay. you get breakfast, you'll get a little passport card cool. and, uh, and then you'll go to each of the five challenge stations, complete the little challenge. And, uh, and then from there you'll get, uh, you'll get a stamp. And then if you get a full pass breakfast passport, then you are entered into a draw to win some prizes. Um, but we've got things like a serial thriller, um, I don't want to give away too much. Oh, no, I get that. <laughs> serial thriller game. And that one, we've got uh, Coldwell Banker Horizon Realty that is sponsoring that station. And we've got another station called the Toastest with the Mostest. Let's just say it involves uh, giant pieces of toast and giant okay. toasters. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's already something I know I'll be bad at. So, uh, <laughs> But uh, and that one's uh, sponsored by Innescore Developments, so that's fantastic to have some local developers step into that role. Um, we've got another station called Milk Juggalug, and that is sponsored by Nulu Physiotherapy. And uh, and then Cod Automotive Group is is sponsoring a station called Do Not Miss or Donut Miss. Oh my gosh, it's so, so fun! We'll throwing some donuts. No food will be harmed. Are you still looking for corporate sponsors or is that sort of wrapped up now? Or are you looking for volunteers as well? Or is there, if people want to actually just give back time, is that possible? Are you still looking for help? Actually, we're, we're good with corporate oh, sponsors awesome. and we're good with volunteers, but I will say that we would love corporate individual donations and and you don't have to order a breakfast right you can just go online with our link and you can simply donate directly to the foundry and of course get a tax receipt for that donation and i'd love to see some businesses um you, we always do this with the kgh foundation let's get a bit of a corporate challenge going mm. and uh, and i'd love to see people step up and uh and make a donation on behalf of themselves individually or on behalf of their business and uh, and challenge similar businesses to uh to meet or to match or beat that i'd love to see that i think that would be fantastic do we have a, a goal that we're trying to reach this year for fundraising is there a, a goal been set yeah I, I i hesitated at putting that out to the world because i okay, thought okay. i'm taking a bit of a big swing but um but asking you shall receive right so i'm aiming for a hundred grand to to raise for the foundry for this event uh to date with all of our events we've raised almost sixty thousand dollars and so and that's with the previous events right. up until this year so this year would be surpassing all of our previous events combined but i i believe in our our city i i think that we all recognize that the pandemic, it, we all had to step away from mm -hmm. donating to the extent that we were used to. And um, sorry, I'm ringing in the background. It's all good. <laughs> there we go. Mm -hmm. And, but in the midst of the, the donation amounts right. going down and the community involvement decreasing, the need for those services increased exponentially. So we're dealing with a mental health crisis like never before. This isn't news to any of us. We know this, but the foundry and, and keeping donating to the foundry and being aware of the resources they provide to our youth, 
this is a way that we can make a difference on a community level. It's, uh, I subscribe to the starfish theory of giving in that I, I get frustrated with what's going on in the world at large on a daily basis right. and they have to kind of bring it in. Let's all make our world smaller. Let's look at how we can make a difference at the grassroots level and make a difference in our own community. And the foundry is a way to do that as it relates to mental health resources for youth. Yeah. So I was going to, that was my next question. I think you've tapped into a little bit is like some people might not be familiar with what the foundry does. So um, the event is in, you know, the, the fundraiser for the foundry and, and you've touched on sort of mental health and youth is maybe you can talk a little bit about what the foundry does on a day to day and how it supports youth in the community and, and in in you know and then i'll kind of want to expand a little bit about that but maybe we can start with just letting us know a little bit of what the foundry is absolutely yeah it, it initially the concept was that it brought together all of the kind of scattered resources that there were already in existence in our community as it related to mental health um and i think that a lot of people were really struggling with the system because it was it, it was a wild goose chase you would go to a doctor and they'd say oh no you have to talk to this person and this person would say oh no you need to talk to that person and oh you need to get a referral here mm -hmm. and it was just people were getting caught in the system and not getting the the assistance they needed for themselves as youth and for the families of the youth so what it did was bring all of those resources under one roof roof and it made it much more accessible so um, people young people age 12 to 24 can simply stop into the foundry it's a really central location on Kirshner right along a major bus route and they can get the help that they can that they need they're immediately triaged and it's determined where they need to be directed to in the system. It just removes all the clutter and streamlines it. And, and that's just, it's extremely necessary because we lose too many people due to wait times and misdirection and receiving wrong information about who they should be talking to, what are the base issues that they're dealing with and how we can be of immediate assistance to them. So it's just giving our community a, a bit of hope, help and support and giving them that one umbrella that they can go and stand under should they need some help and as it relates to to mental health issues and that's a very broad ranging statement now um but it, any children i say children but young people mm -hmm. if they need help they need to be reminded that the services are there and i think foundry's done a great job of getting out in our community right. but that's the ancillary benefit of this fundraiser is that we're not only raising funds for Foundry to continue and expand their operations, but we're raising awareness, reminding people that they're there. And I think that's really important because there's so many people struggling with multiple aspects of their mental health and wellness. And, uh, and they just need to be reminded sometimes out of the corner of their eye, oh, Foundry, it's still there. Right. That's, that's one of our main objectives here is to remind people. Is it, are the funds being raised for a specific initiative is there a program that you're that you're hoping to allocate these dollars to or the foundry is 
Uh, we're not for this this okay. campaign. Okay. We're just simply raising for for operations right. and uh, and just those to support some of their planned expansions that they have. In right. the past, we raised specifically to get Foundry Mobile on the road. Right. Um, so that was great to have that kind of pet project within Foundry to raise funds for. Um, but now that that's up and going, we're leaving it fully to their discretion in terms of how the funds are are applied within our community. Excellent. Um, I, I do have a couple of questions, but we do a thing called Would You Rather. We're going to jump into Would You Rather. I have 10 fun questions for you. We're going to get to you, know you a little bit in a different level, and then we're going to come back because I do have a couple more questions I want to wrap up with. So you ready to play along? Ready. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have a personal maid or a pers personal chef? Ooh, personal chef. I don't, I don't cook. <laughs> which is an abomination i know considering my my grandmother was a famous cookbook author i don't cook so let's go with the chef oh my gosh that's funny um would you rather have a tattoo of the title of the last book you read or of the last tv show you watched <laughs> <laughs> definitely the book because i was just admitting to somebody that uh embarrassingly enough I, I i just watched wednesday on netflix okay so I, I, yeah and i i acknowledge it's a children's show but it's very enlightening and it's very enjoyable for That's adults true. also but i would not want to Tattooed on you. have that like on my forehead That's hilarious um would you rather be an extra in an oscar winning movie or lead in a box office bomb Ooh. lead in a bomb okay would you rather sing or dance in front of your coworkers? Dance, and I do it regularly. <laughs> Would you rather lounge by the pool or on a beach? Ah, that's a tough one because I don't like doing either of those. I'd be the one that's hiking up. Uh, You're going you know, for a run while everyone's lounging. Exactly, I'd be running up mountain or diamond head while everyone <laughs> else is lounging by the pool or the beach. But once I come back from my run, yeah, I probably go poolside poolside okay uh would you rather someone see all the photos in your on your phone or read all your text messages mm. oh, these are tough wrong <laughs> backed in a corner <laughs> but i guess that i i'm gonna say photos because they're pretty benign there's a yeah. whole lot of my dogs <laughs> there you go um, would you rather go, it's Friday night, would you rather go out for a nice dinner or are you going to stay in an order? Stay in an order. You have a favorite? Do you have anywhere, like you have a go-to, you have a favorite? Yeah, we've been doing blue tail sushi lately. Oh, nice. Yeah, and yeah. or made in India. Oh, made in India is amazing. It really is, yes, yeah. And I, I really should get back into going out in public more often, but... <laughs> I don't know. You get me home and, uh, and delivery services are far too easy. I love it. I'm with you. Um, would you rather give up coffee or wine? That's funny because I don't drink either of them, really. Oh, you don't? Well, there you no. go. Easy for you. Tea? What do you like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I do. I drink the odd vodka drink, um, but I could give that up in a heartbeat. So, oh, my... It, Purified water. Yeah, I go. would not give that up. <laughs> I'm really awesome. failing these, aren't I? That's yeah, all good. Would you rather live in a treehouse or in a cave? <laughs> oh, treehouse. Yeah. Uh, and last one, would you rather only be able to use a fork and no spoon for the rest of your life or only be able to use a spoon and no fork? Spoon and no fork. 
spoon and a fork. Awesome. Well, thank you for playing along. So a couple more questions. I'm curious. Um, typically when I find when, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of local charities, there's a lot that could use our support for sure. And we typically align with ones that we have some sort of connection with obviously. Right. So, you know, you or, you know, and Doak Sheriff chose the foundry for a reason. So I'm curious if you can speak around that is like why the foundry was the one you guys chose originally as being the, the charity of choice for this event specifically. Absolutely. Um, well, first of all, I'm a, I'm a big supporter of upstream solutions, and I, I don't have the answers to the homelessness situation, the addiction problems, and the uh, general mental health issues that we're suffering in, in our community and beyond. Um, but I do know that helping children and youth is a way to go upstream and prevent them from being adults with these same issues. And also, I, I, I don't know about you, Rob, but I, I didn't have any of these services when I was mm -hmm. growing up. Mm -hmm. And I was a very introverted child, very shy. Um, it was probably, if I grew up today, I probably had a heck of a lot of labels placed on me. Um, but back then you, you didn't have that. And I was seven years old when I was introduced to running. And, and I firmly believe that becoming a, a strong competitive runner saved me in many respects. And that was, that was my support that I needed at that stage in my life. Right. And, uh, and so it, I'm a big fan of movement. I've, uh, I, I speak often of movement meetings and I have a uh, piecing together a movement initiative that I'd love to incorporate mm -hmm. into the foundry services. And it's really important to me in that respect. And I, I just, I know how important it was in my life and helping me as a child to deal with whatever form of trauma that, that I had at the time. And that I probably am still dealing with as an adult and right. uh, and so it's really it's it's important to me. I don't want children to to feel and deal with the things that we dealt with at that age without having an outlet, without having somebody that they can raise their hand to and say, "Help me." So um, and it's it, it means a lot to me. So it's um, it's something I I latched onto as soon as I heard that the foundry was going to be establishing a location in Kelowna. Um, I was quite excited for that. And uh, so that was, I, I believe I was one of the very first fundraisers for my 40th birthday. I, I had my my first breakfast fundraiser in support of the foundry just before they opened and uh, proud supporter ever since. And yeah, again, let's, let's go upstream and let's, yeah. uh, let's deal with these issues when they're at the stage where they, they can be helped, where we can prevent them from, becoming um, adults dealing with addiction with ongoing medical health issues. Um, I think it's it, it's our obligation as a community to do that. Well, it's interesting because I think you're saying like when I was growing up, it's probably, it's stuff that you didn't even talk about. Like no. if you look back now, you know, you're like, oh, maybe you're like, oh, that could have been, but you, you, it wasn't something that you even, you got brought up at the dinner table or it was almost full paw where I think now, the youth will say are like are asking for help and are willing to get help where I think when we're growing up I don't know for me it was like I say never you never talked about it yep. Right. Yep. or even even know 
to be honest. So it's interesting that you said you found your outlet through through running. I would think if you look back, kids probably found different outlets and maybe not even knowing about it until you look back now, right? So absolutely, absolutely. And and I I wonder quite often where I'd be if I didn't have that lifeline because mm. running became my world and right. finding something that I was good at and that elevated me mentally, physically, emotionally. I, I, it scares me to think of where I'd be without that. And so that's, that's not a feeling I want any other child to feel. So that's, um, that's my personal connection to Foundry. Well, that's great. That's great to hear. Um, if someone is listening or watching and, you know, wants to get involved, um, where can they go to order breakfast or make a donation or just learn more? Well, I'm hoping that along with this story, there'll be our, our poster and you can see the, the link there, the QR code that yep. you can pull up and place your order for breakfast. Yep. And uh, and otherwise, check out the Foundry's website or foundrybc.ca slash Kelowna and you can go onto their website as well and uh, and there'll be a link there. And, and otherwise, you know, spread the word. Let's get people out there. Let's support our community. Let's have some fun while we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and wake everybody up and get back out there because I just, I feel like this, this piece of supporting our community has been missing for too long and it's, we need to get excited about it. So that hence the more festival atmosphere, like let's, let's not treat this like any other fundraiser. Let's have a lot of fun while we're doing it. And you can have a great breakfast at the same time. So it's a win -win. delicious breakfast. Love it. So um, it does. It sounds like an amazing event for a great cause. Cause we, you know, we do encourage everyone being individual, get your family out, get office out. Love the idea of challenging other offices, order your breakfast, come down. I, I can't wait to watch the challenges that you mentioned. That's going to be just a ride, just watching that or getting involved in that. So it's going to be a fun day for sure. And it's a good way to wake up that day and enjoy yes. amazing breakfast and give back to a, a worthy cause and have some fun so absolutely and i will note also that um april 26th is administrative professionals day so we're also encouraging offices oh, yeah. to order for their entire office and if you have more than 15 orders we will deliver we'd like to encourage everyone to come down on site right. to see us right. and play some of the games but if you're unable to we will deliver the a lump sum of breakfast to your office and uh, and you can order as many as you want when you go onto the online link love it well chrissy thanks so much for taking the time to join me today I, I can't wait for that day i think it's gonna be a fun event and and thank you for chatting about it this morning thank you so much for having me rob and i I'll look forward to seeing you out there it's too bad you're just lucky we didn't have a dunk tank at the yeah the yeah <laughs> big trouble mister uh, I'll be a big piece of toast though. I'd love it. I'm going to totally try that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Christy. Thanks for joining everyone else. Have a great rest of your day and thank you for tuning into Business Matters. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.